They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Combini Boys podcast. This week, we decide to let AI do our work for us. We ask ChatGPT to generate a script for an episode, and we're really impressed with what it came up with. Now let's head over to the Combini. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt. How's it going? It's going really well, Mike. You know, um, been baking a lot of bread lately. Mm-hmm. Made my first loaf of sourdough. Really, a revelation. Um, best, maybe the best one. It's one of the top, top three breads I've ever had. Wow. Being serious. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm kind of banging on all cylinders here in the kitchen with the bread. Um, I got to say, maybe the only convenience that could come close to touching it, Daily Yamazaki, because mm. they started off as a bakery and they still, they still do a lot of bread baking. I understand. Yeah. But anyway, that's, that's what's going on here. And uh, you're, you're back uh, in the U.S. That's, that's exciting. S- super exciting. Yeah, Matt. Um, First off, you've been sharing the, your breads with me, and I got to say, really top of the line, high quality, even just visually. So, um, yeah, I definitely want to try one of your breads at some point. Yeah, man, I'm back in the States for two weeks. Uh, it's good to be home. It's great weather. Uh, just ate a Chipotle, and I ate a surf Ooh. and turf last night for dinner. Ooh. So, um, you know, starting it off right. Um couldn't get the prime rib because it was not on they didn't have it for saturday why wouldn't you that's have a it on thing saturday? i don't get that at all prime rib they pick it they it's common they do days special days for prime rib every day is a prime rib day i don't i don't get that at all i don't either especially like saturday that'd be the day when people are coming out with their wallets filled you know so i don't know man um but uh, yeah good to be home and hey maybe the first third or fourth time we've done an episode in the states same time zone it's awesome as always to be talking with you like in the same day same day same time zone yep all right matt well hey you know what um last week after the episode ended we were talking a little bit about chat gpt these new ai tools and we were thinking like hey you know be pretty fun let's try to like get the ai chat gpt to try and like write us some content for the uh, for the episode. Um, and so today before the episode started, I think both of us, I think I was on chat GPT, you were on Bing. We were just kind of like giving it some prompts, trying to see like what it would spit out. Um, and uh, pretty impressive, Matt. I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. Well, I continue to be blown away like everybody by this new technology. Um, really, it could replace my job today does it better than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually I'm, I'm a subscriber to chat GPT four, I have the plus um, I use mm-hmm. chat GPT to actually design my garden. Mm. Last weekend, I said, Hey, chat GPT. Um, I always greet it, you know, and uh, I was like, Hey, you know, I, I live in Portland, Maine, and I want to grow some flowers and vegetables. Um, I have this much space, you know, I want to use raised beds. Can you recommend, you know, some flowers and vegetables to grow and how to Mm -hmm. lay it out? And it immediately replied, you know, you live in, you know, USDA climate zone 5B. Here are some 
flowers and vegetables. And then it designed using wow. uh, keystrokes, a graphical image of how to lay out the garden, including how to space the vegetables, you know, depending on how much root they need, you know, carrots need less room than say a tomato, oh tomato God. plant. And then I asked, hey, could you make a, a, a shopping list for Home Depot so I can go out and, and it made a shopping list. And I just plugged it into the Apple Notes app, made a little checklist. And I went off, to, I didn't go to Home Depot, I went to Lowe's. And um, hey, I got my garden planning is done. Oh my goodness. Fantastic. Outstanding. Mm. Love it. Wow, man. Yeah, I'm so I'm not subscribed or anything um but speaking of jobs you know becoming worthless i you know computer development you know this is i think going to get hit hard for sure um so i'm just waiting i'm biding my time trying to think you know what sort of shop oh, i want to open up maybe like a little <laughs> pension there in curto bay or something i don't know man but um all right Me so too. we asked I'm thinking about the bakery yeah. yeah yeah no that's regardless of like anything else that's already a good idea so Thank all you. right matt well we we you know we fed it some prompts and we decided that we wanted to uh have uh chat gpt to prepare a um wacky news story uh for us to um uh cover in our featured segment so matt i'm, I'm happy to announce today we have our uh our episode generated by chat gpt matt um Shall we get started with the uh, with the it. featured segment? Let's All right, Matt. Um, I don't know if you've heard, but um, there was a pretty wacky uh, story coming out of the Combini world uh, this week. Matt, um, I think we can just call this a burglar's dream come true. Hmm. Um, Matt, I think you probably have heard by now about the string of recent burglaries affecting Combinis across Japan. Um, you know, it seems like this is a this is a rampant uh, problem that's going on right now. Um, have you heard anything about this story? Is uh, about these burglaries going on? Well, I think yeah, I, I have, Mike, and I think this is uh, this is part of a larger problem with uh, maybe the imminent collapse of Japanese society. The second a second prime minister had was nearly his life was nearly taken. Yeah. Shinzo Abe assassinated uh, the new prime minister, who I, I don't know his name, Kishida. but nearly uh, an attempt was made on his life. What's going yeah. on over there? And, you know, people are frustrated. People are angry and they're taking it out, unfortunately, on the Konbini, Mike, which um, it sort oh, of geez. makes sense. That's where all the good stuff is. So if you're going to go rob something, surely, I guess you got the Hyakuman Bolt and the Konbini. That's yeah. kind of your two options there. Um, they also typically have ATMs. And yes. so uh, you got the cash register, then you got the ATM, so you get the double hit on the cash. Mm -hmm. So uh, no surprise that the convenience become a target here. Yeah, and uh, it seems like, you know, we, sh we should probably take uh, talk a little bit about the tools of the trade, Matt, the burglars' tools of the trade. Um, you know, it sounds like uh, we, we don't know how they broke in, but it, it looks like maybe they were using things like crowbars and hammers. And, um, you know, who knows? Like, how do you think they were able to evade the security systems, Matt? Well, yeah, the, the crowbars, hammers, questionable tactics, given they're open 24-7. You can literally walk through the automated doors anytime you wish. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess not the smartest folk. Maybe the crowbar for the ATM, though. That, that kind of makes sense. Not sure what the hammer is good for. You can just pop open that cooler anytime you want. Um, True. Yeah, evading security systems, Mike, uh, it's a good question. Um, you know, 
no surprise a lot of these folk dressing up in costume mm-hmm. anime characters pokemon things mm-hmm. of that nature full body outfits super mario i mm-hmm. think was another one that we saw on uh on the cctv mm-hmm. but yeah just full body costume mike that seems to be the, the basic method here got it yeah and yet like you said it doesn't make sense why would they need um uh things tools because yeah it is open 24 7 and there aren't many security systems except cameras all right matt i think maybe we should take a talk a little bit about the stolen goods like what what sort of things were they targeting does it look like when these people were robbing the stores no 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 surprises here mike you know they uh not not the uh highest potential folks out there they're going for the uh, alcohol naturally the cash Mm -hmm. um I guess, you know, cigarettes also not not such a big surprise. I thought, you know, were it me, I'd probably be going for the Haagen-Dazs Crispy Sando, that Primo <laughs> product. I think they missed an opportunity there. But any, any surprises for you on the stolen goods front? Yeah, I agree. Cigarettes, alcohol, and cash, you know, that's 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 low-hanging fruit. I would have taken the whole damn um, hot box for one. Um, probably gotten a backpack full of, you know, uh, some, some things out of the cooler, some beers. Um, I guess that is alcohol. So I guess maybe this is just imagining a a super Mario walking out with a box of cigarettes, a case of beer (laughs) and the whole hot box. Yeah, Matt, but, you know, as funny as this is, we got to talk about the 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 impact on Kamini staff and customers. You know, Matt, you know, Japan's a pretty safe country normally, except like you were saying recently, things have been getting a little hot. Um, you know, uh, what do you think the effect on the, the staff? You know, they had to be pretty shocked. And the customers who, you know, they might have gone to the Kamini and everything that they wanted to buy was gone. You know, you walk up to the counter, you're expecting to be able to get your number nine cigarettes. But... Um... <laughs> They're not there. That's that's a big surprise, you know, shocking for a lot of people, mm-hmm. disappointing. But yeah, obviously main concern is with the staff. Japan, yeah. very low crime country, so they're not mm-hmm. used to this kind of thing. Yeah. Sort of shock and awe seeing, you know, sort of these costume characters walking through, stealing mm-hmm. loads of stuff. So no doubt about it, our, our thoughts and prayers are with the convenience staff. No doubt. No doubt, Matt. Um, yeah. So, but... You know, we turn to a serious note, but we should, you know, want to bring up again some of the humorous things that have been happening. Um, is there any, is there a humorous side to this burglary as well, Matt? Well, again, I think, I think it's just the, the thoughts of, uh, you know, these folks are to, you know, dressing up as these, as these characters walking out. Pikachu, Pikachu, we all know Pikachu. Love Pikachu. We grew up with Pikachu. He's walking out with a, with a, with a case of beer, a box of cigarettes, and a pile of cash. You know, this is not the Pikachu we grew up with. What's going on with that? Yeah, Matt, I, I also heard it seems like they're one of these burglars left their ID at the scene of the crime. Matt. Oh, like, can you believe what a blunder? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's usually that's kind of in the the one oh one part. That's step one of uh robbing places don't leave your id behind that's that's a that's a shame i guess no you make it easy to catch yeah yeah you know you probably you just had it in your pocket you put it on the counter for a second and then you thought oh crap i left my wall i left my you know and then you got that 
dun 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 sort of music in the background this this idiot who was trying to rob this store um yeah matt so at, anyways you know a pretty wild story any final thoughts or uh, closing remarks on this uh this interesting bit of news well i hope this is just uh you know we get this under control as soon as possible and again the convenience becomes a safe space for the community to enjoy yep. it that's all yep yep i agree um and yeah hopefully we hear no more of this Hopefully they get these robbers, you know, they catch these burglars um, with their pants down, Matt. You know, um, we want them, you know, to be in the jail uh, as soon as possible. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep following this non-true story in the future. Again, just to remind people, this is a fake story that was created by ChatGPT. Um, I don't know, Matt, what do you think? I, this is pretty easy. We don't have to think about anything. I don't know. I think we just hooked this thing up to 11 labs and then, you know, just automatic voice for the whole thing. Just get it oh, going. Yeah. yeah. We don't even have to talk. We just three seconds of our voice. Three seconds give it, of audio. Make them, you know, pump out some episode and then, hey, we you, you can have the Combini boys 24-7 if you'd like, ladies and gentlemen. We'll just let it run. Oh, my God. That's no. coming. That's it coming. All right, Mike. Um, well, that wraps up the AI segment of the podcast. We're back <laughs> on to what's actually happening out there in the Konbini world. Of course, we got the Chicky Wars, Mike. And um, only one new Chicky out this week. It's it's at Seiko Mart. Mm -hmm. I question whether or not this is a new Chicky. Yeah. But it's the hot chili nuggets, Mike. These are chicken nuggets out of mm -hmm. Seiko Mart. Um, chili chili flavor so spicy yeah um your take on the chili chili nugget out of Seiko Mart I don't know Matt we've talked about this before do we just kind of are, are we just, are we still going to be covering uh Seiko Mart's these chicken nuggets that they bring I out know, um I don't know Matt we've definitely seen this before I I think we've seen this image before um the hot chili nuggets hey awesome I'm sure they're great love them but uh doubt that this is a new item and really you know hot chef i know you're good but maybe a little bit more excitement here amen let's get chat gpt hooked up to the seiko mart product development team we've been looking at the same chicken for the last four years out of seiko mart and everybody says seiko mart that's the best chicken at least the trolls on reddit yeah and um hey okay Maybe it tastes good, but they got no innovation happening. We got lost in developing literally new technologies to pump yeah. in flavor underneath the skin of the chicken. Oh, Looking yeah. at chili nuggets for four years. Come on. Yeah, man. Yep. All right. So hopefully next week we got some more more exciting news coming out of the uh, the the Chicky War. So all right, Matt, we're heading over to the scoreboard. Hit you with some numbers. We got Family Mart 55 items, Lawson 38, 7 Eleven 132, Mini Stop 23, Daily Yamazaki 11, Seiko Mart 6, and New Days 32. Any numbers that stood out to you? 7 Eleven continuing to crank out big time 132. I think they had 160 something last week, Mike. These yeah. are like Otani like. These are Showtime like numbers, Mike. 11 Ks last night, by the way, by Shohei. Struck out the last six. By the Man. way, here's a crazy stat for you. 
Sorry, this has nothing to do with the Konbini, although he's a Japanese <laughs> ball player. Okay. Third time through the lineup. So when you best know the pitcher, batters are 0 for 26 this season against Shohei Otani. Yeah. What? Think about that. Yeah, third time through the lineup. Third time. When you have your, you've seen the guy twice, when you think you know what he's got, he's 0 for 26 this year. My God, I imagine most pitchers, that number is like worse than their normal average against batters, you right? You should be getting better. You're, you're, you have less, you know, you're tired, you're fatigued, and the, the batters have seen your stuff. Jesus, Pete, man. He is really, he's, he might be the best. He might have become the best, you know, Japanese person of all time, <laughs> I think. He's <laughs> pretty. <laughs> The most renowned, loved internationally um, person of all, maybe not even Japan, maybe like in the world, one of the best people of all time. People love him here. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, Matt. Well, hey, going on to our winners and losers. These are not AI generated. These are true heart. And we put our heart and soul into looking into these (laughs) things. I hope we can get some of that heart and soul, you know, uh, in our reviews here. All right, Matt, we're going on to your loser for the week. And tell me what we're looking at here. I'm kind of, whoa. Yeah, Mike. Um, wow. What the hell? We're looking at a uh, curry melon pan, Mike. Okay, so this is a melon pan. <gasps> this is not a family mark. Yeah, the one on the left side. This is a melon pan. This is a sweet melon pan. Make no mistake about it. Okay, melon pan, and that's uh, it's got a bright red crust, bright red crust, and then a brown crumb, uh, because it's got cocoa powder in the in the dough. But Mike, inside, it's stuffed with curry. It's stuffed not just curry, but they say habanero spiced curry. So we got a sweet cocoa melon pan stuffed with a habanero curry. Mike, um, so many no-nos happening here. This looks like Donald Trump's rap sheet. First, um, we all know the curry the curry pan, especially the curry donut, that's one of the biggest landmines out there. You think you're biting into this for all the foreigners who can't read katakana. Yep. Okay, you're going in there. You, you see this nice little donut, and you're like, oh, what is this, a Boston cream? Nope. Nope, no, that's a beef curry donut. Yep. Okay. There's your leg blown off. Um, (laughs) This is like putting an ice cream truck in front of the landmine zone here, Mike, because we got a melon pan. Everybody loves melon pan except for me. So people are going to be queuing up for this bad boy. Mm -hmm. How many limbs, Mike? How many limbs are going to get blown off? They got to set up an ER around the corner from every conveni, every family mart serving this thing. This is a dangerous item, ladies and gentlemen. Um, by the way, this is in celebration of a music festival called Viva La Rock, which is hosting okay. such up-and-coming artists as The Kebabs and Chili Beans, whose main the navigation, the main navigation on their website is entirely in English, which I think is amazing. Okay. But the rest of the website is in Japanese. Fantastic. Um, but I don't know, Mike. This this is a dangerous item. I don't like this at all. 
Yeah, man. This you yeah, not much to add. Just a bizarre, bizarre, bizarre item. Um bizarre collabo here with Viva La Rock. Never heard of it. Tenth anniversary, apparently. Yeah, and this thing, they're calling this pink. So they're saying it's either reddish or like almost pinkish, Oh, pink. this outer, Yeah. this outer shell or whatever this is. Um yeah, Matt, you're right. Get the get the ER, you know, clear it out because Oh my gosh, people are going to be biting in these things and just erupting. I mean, there's nothing that would could prepare the, you know, someone for what what's going to happen when they bite into this thing. Oh my god. Yep. All right, great loser, Matt. All right, going on to my loser, less exciting, but what we've got, we're over at Lawson, Matt. Um and what we've got is we've got the two cheese cabbit cabbage Tsumiyaki. So tsumiyaki is um, usually just like a like a. Actually, I don't even know what it is, but it's a bit. It's like kind of like an okonomiyaki style sort of thing, where something's wrapped and like folded over, and um, uh, yeah, like an okonomiyaki. And then usually it's on a stick, and you eat it at like a festival. That's what my impression of a tsumiyaki is. However, Matt, the reason I put this one up, this is Lawson, who we like. We have come to respect their. presentation um but what we've got here matt we've got a you know those old like um you know paper boxes you get when you buy a hot dog at like a major league baseball game you know Pink they're boxes. or paper sort of tray Oh, sort tray. of thing Yeah, sure. yeah inside of that is just like looks like just someone just took a dump i mean there's there's no form or factor to this thing at all it's just like Cheese and cabbage, I guess, has been like, you know, plopped into one of these uh, hot dog, you know, holders. Um, maybe it's good if you, I'm sure it's probably good, you know, okonomiyaki style taste, cabbage, cheese, whatever. But um, I don't see how you get this at the convenience. This thing, you probably got to microwave this. You know what's going to happen when you microwave this thing? This thing's going to melt probably the paper. Um I don't know, man. I, I thought this was a miss from, from Lawson. I am literally salivating. This looks, I don't know, Mike. I think you've I, swing and a miss here. This is strike three, I think. I this looks. We're talking mozzarella, gouda cheese, melted all over cabbage. It looks like there's some bonito flakes on top of it too. It's like it's like an okonomiyaki without the without the. It's like a it's like a like a keto style. okonomiyaki um i'll tell you what you know been eating a lot of mexican food lately and uh went to this one place we got something called a cheese fundido which i don't know if it's actually mexican but it's essentially like a platter of melted cheese like just melted cheese with some peppers in it outstanding and this looks like that cheese fundido mike i'm telling you that that's a big old blob of melted cheese I like it. I like it. <clears throat> yeah. Well, I, yeah, I disagree heartily. I will say, however, Matt, that this, this is saying half Half a a vegetable. day's vegetable. Maybe it is if it's cabbage. And this is also, I have no idea what this is, but this says from the healthy <laughs> Japan 21 campaign or initiative by wow. the ministry of health. So Wow. How can I guess that the, possibly be? It's a pile of melted cheese. 
This is like the same people who call pizza a vegetable because it has tomato sauce in it. All right, Matt. Well, I, I disagree, but I, I hear what you're saying. To each his own. Um, all right, Matt, going on to my or to your winner this week. I'm excited just by reading the title of this thing. Um, what are we looking at? I was on the fence, Mike, because Family Mart had this killer kind of waffle sandwich thing going on. But um, mm-hmm. this is out of uh, Lawson, Mike. Mm-hmm. One of the most underappreciated Japanese cuisines is the katsu. Yes. The katsu, which is a fried pork cutlet or shrimp cutlet mm-hmm. breaded in panko and then deep fried, often mm-hmm. served with uh, shredded a pile of shredded cabbages. It's so good. If you go to Japan, you should go to a restaurant that specializes in katsu. It's absolutely delicious. Mm-hmm. And here, Mike, out of Lawson, we have a sandwich pack mm. that has both the shrimp katsu and the pork katsu in one nice little box. Mm. And um, they're little mini sandwiches, like tea sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you, easy to nice and neat. Pick one up. And that's probably, what, two, three bites each one. Mm-hmm. And they alternate. You got the shrimp, then you got the pork. You got the shrimp, you got the pork. You can enjoy both. This looks uh, outstanding. Again, katsu, underrated, needs more attention as, a, as an excellent cuisine. Yeah, I agree. Especially a nice little twist here with the, the ebi katsu because, yeah, you normally get the pork cuts and that's uh, that's the sure. legend. But um, ebi katsu as well, shrimp katsu is, is really good as well. You can, you can, I think you can even get like a shrimp burger at McDonald's. It's kind of like a katsu style. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is uh, really good as well. But enough about that. I mean, this thing just looks great. And these, I like the size. You're getting the little, you know, the finger, the finger pickers or whatever you call these things. The pick finger sandwiches, finger sandwiches. That's right. The finger picker sandwiches. Um, All right, Matt. Yeah, I agree. Katsu, don't sleep on it. Again, another item sort of like the American dog, which if you come over from another country, like this isn't Japanese, you know, I don't want just some like pork or no, this is, this is Japanese cuisine as at its finest, Matt. Yeah, I agree. Actually, one of my parents' favorite meals when they visited Japan a decade ago was we went to a, a katsu restaurant in Tokyo oh. and got just poor katsu. I'm sure. I'm sure so it was. Good. All right, Matt. Going on to my winner this weekend. This is going to take some preference. No, pref- I saw prefacing. This. Sure. All right, Matt. Need so a many a time. Base open to understand this thing. Yes, that's right. This is going to take some background to sort of understand why this is good. All right, Matt, this is the pizza sand, pizza potato flavored pizza sandwich, Matt. Um, all right, for a long time on this this podcast, we've called out this thing that's gone from being called a pizza sandwich to a wrap to a, a pizza burrito to a tortilla. Uh, tortilla. Um, and Matt, and it's this image over and over again from uh, Family Mart of this just like gigantic, you know, like burrito looking roll with some sort of goo dripping out of it and the reason matt that this is my winner this week is because again let me let me let me again say what this is this is the pizza sand slash wrap whatever like hot pocket sort of thing and the flavor is pizza potato chips pizza flavored potato chips is the flavor all right in terms of flavor and food um this is not for me but matt they finally nailed the digital image 
as you can see, <laughs> they've got the big burrito pizza sando with the cheese pouring out. Mm. And that cheese pours out directly to connect to an actual pizza, pizza. mat. Yeah. And so just the, the digital rendering of this one was just outstanding. I don't know which way it's going. I think it's, you know, the burrito is sort of like birthing this, this pizza sort of mm. um, rendering oh. this pizza. Um, yeah. But um, as for the flavor, don't have high hopes for it, but um I don't know, man. I, I thought finally, finally, they they nailed this one. They used this 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 digital asset the way it was supposed to be used. As you said that, that actually it does look like something Mid Journey would have produced, given the prompt: <laughs> tortilla births a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> but what I struggle with with all of these, Mike. So now, okay, we've seen the pizza flavor of this tortilla before. Why do yeah. we have to go not one but two abstractions from the actual thing? So we have the pizza flavored potato chip. That's one abstraction from pizza. But now we're gonna go a second and go the pizza potato chip flavor pizza sandwich, even though it's not a sandwich, it's a tortilla. I don't know, Mike. Mind games. What's going on? It's word salad over there. Word salad. I don't know. This is a lot of stuff. Very hard to follow any of it. Uh, yeah, you're exactly right. It is almost like they've just taken the word pizza. Mm. They've jumbled a bunch of words together. They sort of, you know, like shuffled them up and they this just boom, the boom, play, boom. You know, when words become meaningless, this is the Orwell. This is 1984. <laughs> They're trying to change what pizza means. What is this? You know, seen this a, happen. You're right. It's yeah. The what is what is pizza now? Yeah. If you've got a burrito Ooh. creating a pizza, birthing a pizza. <laughs> Anyway, all right, Mike. All right, no at the Gemba segment this week, Mike, because you're no longer at the Gemba. You're home. Although yep. maybe we'll get some uh, U.S. convening action from the two of us. Uh, actually, I was. I, I should do a report. I was out west mm -hmm. where I did get to experience some good convening, including some in Nevada where all of them have slot machines <laughs> and large cigar rooms with... <laughs> gun-shaped alcohol you buy you buy tequila and something shaped like an ak-47 yeah right, that's yeah just i'm like looking forward to off that the, off the highway convenience store in nevada yeah try to wrap your head around that okay yeah. all right everybody thanks for listening uh big thanks to everybody who supported the podcast with buying us a chicky you know who you are uh, if you want to support the podcast, head over to uh, buymeacoffee.com slash convenientboys and buy us a chicky. Also, subscribe to our newsletter at convenientboys.substack.com. Uh, if you like the podcast, please share uh, share it with your friends and family on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check us out on YouTube and then follow us on Twitter. Thanks, everybody. And uh, Mike, I'll see you at the convenient. See you at the convenient, Matt.